Hey Fadies, this is Fate of Ice in Chapter 3, Episode 25. Thanks for listening, I'm DM Brad, and this is what happened last time. Banfor, Marley, and Alarin ventured through a portal and came face to face with Sorgamul, the God of Death. Sorgamul thanked the adventurers for returning the Death Heart to its resting place and restoring her connection to the material realm. After a strange and socially awkward meeting, Sorgamul rewarded the heroes with powerful gifts. They then stepped back through the portal and found themselves back in their bodies in the killing grounds. I, uh, I had a new listener for the podcast hit me up on Twitter saying um, that she is a huge fan of Mali as of episode, uh, I think it was six or seven when you guys first fought the zombies under Dapton. Oh, Yeah. Oh shit! Crap, she said that's she a lo- long time she ago. loved how you nag- you spent the whole fight nagging the dwarf one to death, um, <laughs> and she thought that was hysterically funny. So I hardly ever use that spell. I really should it's use it more. Yeah. It's because it's a low level. Yeah, it's a low level spell. Okay, so uh, this is a this is chapter three twin episode. I can't even talk. This is chapter three, episode 25 of The Fate of Ison. Uh We are well into this chapter. Um, and uh, let's crack into it. So last time you guys uh, had a little encounter with a uh, an entity. Who wants to tell me who that was? Sorghumil. <laughs> yeah, boy, it was. It was Sorghumil, the god of death. Um, she gave I just you liked how, a, like... Oh, really stoked you were that you had the answer (laughs) sorry to laugh (laughs) he's nowhere near as stoked that he had the answer as uh, I am stoked that he had the answer Um, Sorghumul bestowed upon you some uh, pretty sweet goodies including a game breaking uh, tool to teleport to basically anywhere you've been in your entire lives and kill anything and um yeah, and kill anything. And between um, the three of you, Marley having grown up in the west, Banfor having grown up in the north, and um, Ellerin having explored the east, you can pretty much cover the world between you. That's Notably fun. absent, the south. <laughs> Bunch of virgins. Southside, represent. Uh, the south is, uh, is going to play... Oh, actually, and Marley um, went to the south via one of the one of Dreyfus portals as well so there you go well to the brute wall anyway so I can go there yeah. to the very 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 far south to the <laughs> yeah. end of the world south um cool and uh, you, after meeting with uh, Sorghumul you returned to your bodies in the killing grounds um Alarin and his group had just finished fighting a giant spider at the time that uh he experienced his vision and only like one second passed um, in the rocky section of the arena, and Banfor, Marley, and Kai return to your bodies in the dark forest after the Hellhound ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to jump straight into Kai, um, who just got revived by one of Banfor's potions. And she says, oh, "What's uh, what? What happened?" And then she notices like the scorched area and the four dead Hellhounds and all the like magma blood everywhere. And she goes, "Wait, you killed them all." Uh, hope, I reckon hopefully we, we think and then she notices the dead wolf she says oh um, I, I, I think it's about time that we get out of this forest um, so 
the death heart thing's done um so we just need to get to killing really um and and get this this round finished off uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, you don't have any agenda. You personally, Banford, have no more agenda uh, beyond just like racking up points. Um, Marley still, I don't know how much she told you about wanting to kill or being recruited to kill Gillif. Mm. Not a huge amount. No, I'm pretty sure I told him a little bit, but not the whole story. We were a little busy, you know? Yeah. By the time I met him again. Okay. So, um,. Molly would be slightly distracted with Hodge again, seeing as okay. Hodge is right there. And probably just and be then. crouching down by Hodge as we prepare to go, I assume. And Hodge is, Hodge is dead. Oh, Hodge is super dead. He took he took double his hit points, which is like instant death. There's no So he's like like not like sexy dead. <laughs> not like sexy dead? Are we talking you like know, vampires? Like, it's not like, oh no, look at me in a quiet repose of like, oh death, what sweet sleep doth creep over me. He's like, <clears throat> shit himself, torn up to bits. I'm pretty sure. Roadkill. Did he get set on fire? Was that a fire breath? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he so did, he's probably he singed scorched. in charcoal and. Looks yeah. Like chupacabra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not great. Am I missing? Am I missing something pretty huge? I don't. I don't know what any of this is. Um, Marley had a uh, an animal companion that was a wolf called Hodge, and oh, um, the inciting the inciting event that shed enough blood for um, all of you to be able to activate the Death Heart um, was that Hodge died mm-hmm. in battle. In the most delightful way. So Marley's a little sad about his sacrifice. But Ellen wasn't anywhere that. Eleron's completely separate. He's just doing his own thing in yeah. the killing grounds. He just had like so, a he just cool. had a stroke essentially. The the way that looked for Eleron was basically he was fighting a giant spider with his mates. He just finished, and then suddenly in his head he's seeing this vision, and then appearing in a strange place. Hmm. And now he's back. And now he's back. It was like, whoa! What the shit was that? <laughs> is he still off with his mates, or is he with us now? No, he's with his mates. Off with his mates. Okay, cool. cool. So when he sees awesome. us, he'll only recognize us from his quote killing grounds. Uh, yeah, he'll recognize you guys, or he'll okay. at least rec- he'll he'll recognize Marley for sure. Um, he might recognize Ben for. Um, um, you're still in your, you're still in your tiefling disguise, but due to the fact that you fought a plesiosaurus in the lake and you've been burned by hellhounds, um, and you've had like lots of fights, your costume is pretty fucked it's very obvious that you're not actually a tiefling like people can't see exactly what you look like but it's obvious that you're not a tiefling so okay so it's just a bit patchy and a bit fucked yep interesting uh Banfor makes a makes a turn based on the way that I remember the map towards the center area okay like the center plane do we have yes. to go through the forest to do that? Well, you're already in the middle of the forest. I mean, you just have to leave the forest. I suppose, yeah, that does make sense. Okay, yeah. So if that's uh, what you guys are, if that's what you guys are doing, Marley's following. Yeah, Marley just wanted to take a moment to thank Hodge for protecting them. You know, like because essentially that's what Hodge did. He tried to take on someone much bigger than him, knowing he could never make it out. So, you know, she just takes a moment to basically thank him. And then stands up and follows. 
Cool, and Aloran, um, you notice that, so your two companions, they gesture, like, come on, for you to head towards the center as well. Like, you get the impression that they're aware that it's, um, you know, time's up, like the event's about to finish. Okay, yeah, I just kind of <laughs> slouch my crossbow at my side and followed along, head down, slightly confused. Um, so Banfor and Marley leave the forest and um, you notice that the, all the other fighters of the event are all converging on the same spot in the centre as if there's been some kind of bell or in, or alarm sound or something that you didn't hear. Okay. Um, Banfor's the- head towards the group uh, with a nonchalant swing of his ex-sword. Okay, so yeah, in Gathering is um, Ellerin and his two friends, and there's another group of two. Um, they were a trio, but one of them died. And um, it's you guys and Kai, who just followed along just silently. She just didn't, she's, you know, been through quite an ordeal, and she just wants it to be over with. Molly's following pretty silently, too. She's got her crossbow, like her hand crossbow, still out and in her hand. And she's sort of tapping the saxophone that she's got hanging at her side right now and being like this is interesting and needs some thought <laughs> like just walking along pretty silently yep there's um sort of like a a feeling amongst all the gathered warriors of you know the, you see them like dropping their weapons on the ground and shaking their shoulders and you know sort of like the the, the post post match warm down like Oh, we did it! Like it's over. Yeah, you know, that, like that sort of feeling of of a job well done. Based on everyone's demeanour, I assume we, it would be a dick move to start murdering people. <laughs> it would, it would be, but I won't stop you if that's where you're going with this. Airport does not murder people. Nice, okay. good call. He's 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 tired. Um, he's he's possibly strained a hammy. Um. And, and frankly, he could do with a bit of a stretch. Okay. Um, Ellerin, having seen these two approaching, who are vaguely familiar, where, where, where do you know them from? Um, what do you do? Scratch my head. Uh, I'm kind of in a daze given everything that's been through, and I feel like I've gone through some sort of large hallucinogenic phase. Um, so I just kind of get my bearings again, look around. I just watch them approach. Okay, and you two would recognise Ellerin as well. Band four waves. Ellerin kind of half waves back at band four, and then points at Marley and says, "You, the girl from my visions." <laughs> I'm the girl of your dreams. Certainly one interpretation of it. <laughs> and um, in a very literal band, way, band four leans in and goes, "Hello, it is also I." I have got some sort of recollection of an horrific event involving the skull of a beast. Yeah, that was him. Therefore, unzips his pants or unbundles his pants and Ooh. pops out the last, the, the still crackling with one charge, lightning fell eye. <laughs> Put it away, It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. The uh, other warriors like... it back down into his pants, but you can see the outline of it bulging against his leather shorts. <laughs> When you got it out, the other warriors sort of jump back in surprise at you suddenly revealing a weapon in your crotch. <laughs> well, it's not the first it's time. A, it's a weapon, all right, yeah. <laughs> you um, guys just think, yeah. Because it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all calloused up, you know. So. 
there is the sound, uh, the undeniable sound of a portal opening. And Ooga, <laughs> a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> angry <And> goose noises. <laughs> honk, honk. A large um, oval portal appears, um, rippling purple in color. And stepping out of it is Empress Tajna in a fine uh shimmering purple gown a similar color to the portal with a very long train like this is a this is a like i'm look at me i'm such a big deal kind of gown like this is a, a met gala sort of like going all going all out kind of gown and walking behind her is um marley will recognize a man that the nz on air tv awards i've lost you don't worry it was a pointless cut off. Look, I thought I had something better, but um, I've, I've cut the scene off right there. It's one of those moments where, I'm, where I'm, I'm very aware that I haven't helped the flow of the conversation, nor have I helped the story. Uh, but look, I thought I had something fun to contribute. So, uh, so I went in. So, nope. you know, um, I won't apologize for that. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's every episode. <laughs> Um, behind the Empress is uh, a man that Marley will recognize as General Porton, uh, the person who's been put in charge as the regent of uh, the former kingdom of Rust. He's a tall, um, well-built gentleman in a, like a very formal black and gold like officer's uniform. Trailing behind him is uh, the halfling former queen, uh, Queen Turret Shan, whom Marley will also recognize. And she's um, a very disheveled looking halfling woman in basically wearing rags and also with them is a man is a very tall human man in like full plate armor with a helm that covers his face and he just stands silently as they all exit the portal and then Drafer, the the young boy steps out as well and then the portal closes has ellery never seen anything like this before brad you might have seen general porton he he attends events at the killing grounds and things um you've probably never seen the empress and you've probably oh and you you might recognize the the tall um armored guy as the the champion i i'm more wondering if he's seen portals opening out of nowhere and people stepping out of them is this commonplace a portal did open earlier for marley to step out of Mm. but you might not have seen it while you were fighting spiders and stuff yeah okay also we stepped through a portal from this this bone skeleton to go talk to Sorgamol, didn't we? So, yeah, you've been through one. I'm more, you know, in this kind of, I must be hallucinating state. Um, prior to this, in his normal life, would he have seen? Probably not. Okay. And the Empress, like, she walks over, like, strides over to the young boy uh, who's, who Marley knows as Drafer. Mm and the long train of her gown just dragging in the dirt, but she doesn't seem to care. And she leans down and whispers something to him. Does anyone want to try and hear what it is? Yes. Yes. Okay, roll perception. Not great. I'm excited to perceive this. It's only a nine. Nine, also, because I have minus. Okay. Ellerin, do you want to try and hear what she's saying? 
No, I don't actually at this point. He's still so kind of confused and coming to terms with what's happening. The last thing he'd be thinking about is like, oh, I better listen in on this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. eavesdrop. Maybe he's cool. just polite, so, Brad. Yeah, she leans down and whispers something to him and he just nods and then gets this sort of like vacant look on his face. Um, and then she turns to Banfor and Marley. Or she turns to Marley primarily, but Banfor is standing near enough to her that um, she just says... Marley dear, it's time, and uh, I, I, I believe I should probably address the people before we go about this business, uh, yes. lest they be confused. You have promises to keep me. Yes, yes, all in due time. Mm-hmm. And then she sort of looks at the, all the other fighters who aren't, like, the two of you, and I'll make, um, Ellerin can make a judgement call here. She sort of just, like, lazily gestures her hand for, like, the rest of you to, like, shoot. Just like, go, like run along. This doesn't concern you. Uh, Banfor goes nowhere. Yeah, Kai like packs up her axe and just goes like, I'm a, I, I'm out of here. I don't want Banfor to be here one moment. Banfor by the collar and keeps her oh. with. <laughs> that poor woman. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, <clears throat> I just like to say, extra wounds. That means I'm not the only one who apparently kidnaps people. I have not kidnapped her. I have shanghaied her. It is completely different. Um, okay, make a... Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess make a grapple. And she's going to try and make a dex. Um, or make an acrobatics to the avoid it. Versus um, acrobatics. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, it's not good. It's a 10. Ah, oh, yes! 19. You like if I reach roll above a fifteen on a D twenty, can I keep her coat? <laughs> um she's wearing armor, not a coat. Pass then. <laughs> that was my decision, not yours. She like slips free of, of your of your attempt and she goes Fuck off, man, for not this time and she like bolts, she's gone. You're a coward! And the other fighters scarper as well. Um, Ellerin, do you follow all the other fighters, or do you stick with these two people that you've got some kind of connection with? All right, Ellerin, uh, his eyes narrow. He stands his ground, and he pulls out his dagger and kind of starts to twirl it in his hand, non-threateningly. Nice. I like that. Just kind of showing, like, oh, yeah, no, I, I think I should be a part of this. I'm not phased. And seeing then... that, Seeing that he's yep. staying, I just shoot him a look. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever happens next, don't stop me. Do you say that to him or message it to him? Um, I say it to him, but quietly, because I assume he's with us now. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say you guys probably sidled up together. Yeah, so I I just kind of sort of side, side sort of say it to him, whatever happens to him, you know, like that. Yeah. Aaron just nods. The Empress uh, says to Dreyfer, uh, Dreyfer, dear, um, and then just makes a gesture for displaying, like, the scale of the arena sort of thing, and he just goes, oh, ah, yeah, yes, Empress, of course, yes. And then he does little, like, something gesture with his hand, like some kind of magic. And then she booms out in this, like, huge amplified voice through the whole arena. She just yells, citizens of Stonemore! 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 We're back to that. Um, The final event of the day 
is much bigger than you could possibly have anticipated. <laughs> the main event will begin shortly with the champion and some guests. And she gestures to the three people who decided to stay. Marley waves facing her crossbow. Off. <laughs> facing off against something truly memorable. Memorable, memorable, memorable. <laughs> but before we get to that, you have no doubt heard rumors of a group of terrorists, a resistance they call themselves, rising in Airedale these past months. <laughs> I am here to tell you the rumors are true, and then there's just this chorus of. And you know, things like Long Live the Empire! And it goes on for ages and it sort of devolves into this really sloppy version of the anthem where like pockets of people like started like, and just like peters out because it's not committed. Someone's trying to do a tsunami wave, trying to get it going. (laughs) Yeah, so this, this goes on for like at least 60 seconds of just the crowd booing the idea of a resistance big time but you do notice that there are pockets of people in the crowd who aren't joining that chorus like there are big areas and you're and it flashes through your mind that like oh yeah we had um jareen and the poison tip and the gloves and all that dispersed we, we got them to get tickets to disperse amongst this crowd can i look at queen shan while the Empress is saying all of this to see if she knows what's about to happen or if this is, like, shock on her face or... Um, you can certainly look at her. You could probably message her if you wanted to. Yeah, so I'd probably want to, to be like... Yeah, to just sort of let her know, don't freak out. Uh, I made a deal with the Empress. She shoots back, what kind of deal? And I shoot back... She dies, I do it. You get nothing back. Just a shocked look on her face. Yeah. And I'm like, prepare yourself, Queen Shan. Yeah, she nods. Uh, Bamfor starts uh, flashing um, gang signs to the <laughs> uh, audience, which equate to uh, now, uh, now, fucking do it now. Let's go. <laughs> I like it. Um, to, to the waiting um, drugged up cultists <clears throat> yeah so you where's your mice um, I really wish Hodge had been yeah, with no, my uh, does he also notice any, uh, any any mice bestride other beasts no because I've written something that's happening with them but not inside the killing grounds Amazing. there are other things going on and I cannot wait and there is also um Oh, so so you two are members of the resistance. The the news of this resistance uh, and being true and that sort of thing is is nothing new to you. But Ellerin, what, what do you think? You you know did did you do you think you would have heard of this resistance? And yeah, would it yeah. surprise and would it surprise you to learn that it's like on your doorstep? No, not really. Um, as you as you know, Bradley, uh, Ellerin uh, has spent his life mostly as a mercenary or fighting for different armies so he's pretty well versed in like the resistance um he has no opinion here or there he's not pro-resistance or anti-resistance okay cool so the um yeah the the booing of the crowd dies down as the 
uh, Emperor sort of like waves for her hands for them to stop. And um, cause everything that you guys are doing in the middle is being amplified, sorry, not amplified, uh, projected onto the big orb uh, that's yes. hanging in the sky above the arena as well. So like everyone gets sort of like a big screen view of what you're doing. And so the crowd dies down and then... Sorry, what? I was just thinking about this fucked up looking tiefling up there just being like mm, mm, <laughs> on this giant orb in the sky <laughs> just you mean um, have you met a big city life it looks like that but somehow more gangster <laughs> but like not like looking like a tiefling at all come on now um oliver actually roll me a performance check see how many people are like super into your little display i'm just trying to contact um my my boys you know yeah, well, I know, but yeah, I yeah. was just thinking about what that yeah. looks like in that giant orb in the sky. <laughs> it looked pretty fun. I assume it's like kind of a fisheye. I got a, I got a twelve minus plus one thirteen. Okay, yeah, people, you you notice that like people, some people sort of like let out chairs in time with your like motions, like Thanks. you put, yeah. Well, that to them it just looks like you know at at like a sporting event where oh, you do kind of some, some kind of dance like, like a. You're a cheerleader. Guys, <laughs> people rock back. Like, rock up the Everybody, crowd. Everybody, crumpings come back. <laughs> it's cool again, finally. I can't wait to find out what your dad thinks of you dancing. <laughs> my dad is very anti-dancing. If you ever met my father, it's a lot like uh, Dirty Dancing, the show, but he's uh, less into fifteen-year-olds being fucked by thirty-year-olds, which obviously means I can't bring any girls home. Um, oh yeah, Adam, the masked, armoured man standing behind them is Banfor's father. Cool. <laughs> they they were told that the champion is Banfor's father. They haven't been told that this man standing there is the champion. Yeah, but so Marley prob- doesn't know probably, that. Yeah, probably smart enough to put two and two together, though. You shouldn't assume things of Marley. <laughs> Aleron's always point. had... Uh, a desire to be the champion. So he feels some resentment towards anyone labelled the champion. Yeah. So he's just standing there, is completely stoic during all of this, like hasn't moved an inch. When did he show up? In with the everybody portal else with everyone in the else. portal. All right. Missed that sentence. Never mind. <laughs> and then, so the, yeah, the crowd dies down and then uh, the Empress continues. These individuals, These individuals beside, beside me... me and gestures to generally to the three of you are members, are members of this, of this resistance. resistance. They seek they to seek topple to the Arkvale Empire. Empire. They, they seek, seek to remove, to remove me, me as your, as your empress. empress. And then again, the boos start up anew. It's a whole new like minute of boo, yeah, long live the deal with the resistance. Bamfor yeah. uh, waves and smiles. Completely Mali drowned is... out by the crowd. Alaran it just is kind of impotently yelling, I fight for no one. And Marley is looking at the Empress with her arms crossed, with her crossbow still out, tapping her foot, being like, this is not what we agreed. She just gives you like a cocky grin, as if to say, like, I make the rules. I decide how this goes down. Mm-hmm. You're going to dance with the devil. Don't assume you're going to pick the song. Yeah, I don't have to kill her either. And General Porton, who has been standing pretty stoically for the most part, um, he looks shocked and appalled, and, and he like looks over at you, and he, he points at you, and then he like almost yells 
In fact, he, no, he does yell. He's basically screaming at the Empress. Empress, they insult you with their presence. They must be executed at once. And he draws his rapier from his belt um, of his, like, formal officer's uniform. And you can tell immediately he has no experience using it. Like, this is just decorative. Can I, like, and he sort of do anything in response to that? If you want to. He's just holding it out facing you. Not really knowing what to do about it, but it's just like a show of bravado. Can I, like, crown of madness him? Just point my <laughs> finger at him and just be like... <laughs> he if needs to do to. A, a wisdom save 16. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, 13, so that's a fail. Excellent. Can I use sleight of hand to load my crossbow with the death arrow? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. All right. I'll give you advantage on that because there's a lot of things happening in this tight circle that people won't necessarily be watching your every move. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So what I want to happen with the Crown of Madness uh, is because it has to use its action before moving to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I choose, I want him to turn around and randomly try and attack the champion. Oh, I love this. Okay, so he, completely against his own will, turns clearly about face. like there's a there's a crown suddenly on his head, and yeah. he, his he eyes glow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just gets this this vacant look on his face, and yeah, glowing plain white eyes with no pupil, and he just turns on the spot to the huge armored man behind him, and just wildly swings his rapier and it just dings off the armor <laughs> yep I'm like that guy seems kind of nuts <laughs> the, the um yeah the empress actually like interrupts and she just says stop being a fool general you've seen what these people can do they tear you limb from limb <laughs> I can't she, help it <laughs> she doesn't know she's like especially Banfor here and like gestures to the tall kind of fucked up looking tiefling-ish guy <laughs> uh, Banfall waves and then with the other hand slaps the general across the face <laughs> um, I won't even get you to roll for that you just do he's, he's not paying attention to you he just turned and slapped the, the champion oh, yeah, he, he's sorry, gonna he just attack the champion Essentially, he keeps attacking the champion until my concentration gets broken, um, or he makes a wisdom save eventually. So he'll just keep going. Right. Oh. Okay, <laughs> hang on. What's yeah, that's a, six, that's a 16, so he's saved. Okay, um, cool. So the champion is basically standing there just taking it because it's nothing to him. It's just like <laughs> slapping a lamppost. <laughs> but when the Empress I meant it more as an him, insult, you know, like then a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were trying to get the general killed. No, well, that too. That would have been funny. (laughs) Yeah, when when the Empress said that that they would tear the general... that that you guys would tear the general limb from limb, especially Banfor, the champion's head tilts towards you, Banfor, and just sort of stands facing you. So he's just getting attacked by this completely (laughs) ineffective rapier on his chest. And his fa- his head is just looking straight at you, but he's got a helm over his face, so you can't see what he looks like. Um, Banfor um, leans a hefty backhand into the general, um, 
and when he hits the ground, just puts his boot on his neck, just to keep him where he should be. Um, nice. And I like gives it. a small little half wave to the champion. Okay, I like it. Um, and then you, you hear grunted through the helm of. Is your name Banfor? Aye. Right. Banfor Graves. No. Wrong one, mate. Sorry. Okay. He takes his he takes his helm off, and he holds it like you know, like holding a rugby ball under your arm. And what you see is an older human male, perhaps in his like maybe in his sixties, with like salt and pepper features, and he bears a striking resemblance to Banfor. He looks to all of you like Banfor plus twenty years. Uh, can Banfor take off his his disguise? Yeah. Um, you could. Yeah, I mean, you could pull bits and pieces off enough. Uh, yeah. Banfor reaches up to either horn, uh, and and just rips downwards. Rub your face, because we think we painted it. Yeah. So Banfor pulls off the external skin. Uh, yeah, that he's disguised with. Okay. Yeah, I think even more so than like what you look like after removing the costume, more that the sort of the gesture of like look at me disrobing to look how I'm supposed to look, that that screams volumes in and of itself. And so you're standing there like removing this disguise, and then he tilts his head at you in confusion and sort of familiarity a little bit. And the Empress just says, my, this certainly is something unexpected. Is she still projecting? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that got, like, loudspeaker to everyone. But no one knows, like, what? <laughs> How close is she to Banfor? Um, 10, 15 feet. Like, general vicinity, but not, like, right up against you. Uh, Banfor is increasingly feeling... Uh, every word the Empress says prickling him uh, it feels very much like somebody from the outside trying to affect his world and uh, the more she speaks the more angry he's becoming okay good I like that that's good roleplay um, and then she says something to Dreyfer again um, it, does anyone want to try and hear mm-hmm. okay roll perception yes yep. Don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't a one. one. You, okay. Neither of you here. Um, he just um, nods. Natural one is chaos curse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Can you get? I was going to say, can you get chaos cursed for trying to listen? I suppose you can. Any net one is a chaos curse. Cool bananas. Roll That's me a, a forty-one. Forty-one. Okay. Let me try and find this the very chaos. serious pivotal narrative scene. Mm-hmm. Maybe it up with me being a tree. <laughs> I hope it does. Or worse, like growing feathers or something dumb. Let's hope it's not Scott. one of the negative ones. Attack the nearest person. Wouldn't yeah, be like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I haven't got my boot on a dude's throat, so it would be that guy. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's true. Yeah, and he's he's wriggling, but it's it's nothing. Like he's this is a weak man who's not used to fighting. And he's got, you know, 300 pounds of not very happy on it. Adam, what's Ellerin thinking during all of this? I thought exactly. Whilst when I asked for that slight of handshake, did I succeed in that? He got an 18. Uh, what did you roll? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, you, you successfully armed yourself with the death arrow without anyone noticing. So, what did you get, um, Oliver? Cow's Curse? Uh, 41. <laughs> what is it, Brad? <laughs> you know how I you were die. saying... You know how you were talking about um, completely ruining the like the gravitas of this um, like narr- important narrative scene? Yes, I do. <sighs> you drop all of your belongings down on the ground. Very good. And sing a song about cheese. The player must sing a song in real life. <laughs> well, have you ever had a howder? Have you ever gone to bed with a cheddar? Have you got nasty with a tasty? And would you like to see me coming on the floor? Well, I love a cheese. It's an easy breeze when I go down by the shore. Got a time to be alive. The culture will thrive. A rhyme, a rhyme for sure. What just happened? There's a song about cheese, you fucks. I I don't know whether I love it or hate it. Like, that's how I feel right now. Well, look. It's happened. So you're standing you face to face. You're standing face to face in the middle of an arena with the father you've never met in your entire life and you sing a song about cheese. Well. Well, you've been outed to this 100,000 strong crowd as a member of the resistance and an oh, enemy right. of the people. Um, <laughs> Porton, Porton, who is like rig- still wriggling under your boot, just says, Empress, someone tell me what's bloody going on here. And then she, she just turns and like laughs openly at you. Just says, "Panfor, I haven't laughed like this in ages." Panfor uh, leans harder on uh, Porton's neck. There is perhaps an audible pop. Okay, he stops wriggling. Good. And she says, "Oh, that's probably a good move, Panfor." He would not have taken this whole thing lying down. No pun intended. Looks like he's going to be taking it lying down for quite some time, isn't he? And Banfor, like, stubbing out a cigarette, uh, grinds his boot heel into General Porton's throat. Okay. Um, As you do, uh, another portal opens up, um, and Dreyfer almost forcibly grabs the halfling woman and drags her through that portal and then it closes so like they're not there anymore and then she booms to um the the crowd once again she like this is like the loudest like this is the proclamation she's been wanting to make i empress tajna first of my name hereby renounce the empire Depose General Porton as Regent of Bruss, gesturing to his corpse, (laughs) and reinstate Turat Shan to her rightful seat as Queen. And everyone is like, uh, what? Like, there's rumbles of people not knowing whether to boo or yell, like, 
it's just absolute confusion. Marley yells at the top of her lungs, hoping anybody will hear her. All hail Queen Shan! Like, trying to get that started. Uh, okay. Manfor is furiously signaling to keep going with can the I, two. Can I, like, roll performance on that or something? Don't get okay. a one. <laughs> I only advise. Well, I got a 13 and I have a plus eight. So it seems good. Yeah, you definitely get heard. But, I mean, it's very difficult against the mm. the roaring, rumbling sound of 100,000 very confused people. I know, I was just um, trying to... But and, yeah, but some people, some people do start. You you just, you hear that slowly rising and rising and rising amongst the crowd of like, yeah, like long live the queen or protect the queen or the queen is back, like different variations on that. Mm-hmm. And then she just during that cacophony, she just turns to the three of you, um, and the the champion is just standing there again, just stoic. He's just looking at you. He's not acting at all. Um, and she says, "Whenever you're ready, heroes." Kill me. Molly sh- rises her crossbow and shoots. She sh- feels and like she should be the one to start it. You know what I mean? Being that she agreed to. Yep. She stands still and your crossbow bolt just goes like straight into her chest. And it hits with this like thud. And you she mean looks th- like thud, thud, because I oh, hit yeah, them. Thud, thud, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she looks hurt, but she's still like noticeably on her feet, and she just looks at you like, "What else do you? What else have you got?" Yeah, I know. I just uh, really wanted to hit her with a crossbow. Are we in uh, initiative order or like? No. Do you do you just want us to go crazy? Cool. Mm-hmm. Alan wants to take a shot with his crossbow at the champion, with the death arrow. At the, at the champion. Okay. Yeah. Pretty bad idea. He hates the champion. <laughs> Why is he, oh. he resents the champion. He's always wanted to. Um, be champion. How close is Bamfor to Alaron? Uh, you guys are all in a cluster. Okay, let's see who's quicker on the draw. Let's find out. Okay, uh, initiative the between the two off? of you. Yeah, just an initiative between the two of you. Okay. Uh, Bamfor's intention is to uh, essentially choke slam um, Alaron. Alaron. Uh, 21 okay uh, that's a 16 okay so Eleran acts first so you can fire your bolt off at the champion does the death area have any kind of like automatic hit or anything uh, no it just does uh, whatever I said an extra something something to the damage do you happen to remember what that extra something something was? Uh, yes, I've just had. I'm navigating between like nine spreadsheets, so hang on. <laughs> His attack is... was 26. Okay, well, that definitely manages to hit and pierce the armor. So it's an additional 2d10 necro- uh, necrotic damage on top of the regular damage. 2d10? Hell's take. Okay. Uh. I've got 1d8 plus 2 plus 2d10 plus 2, right? Yep. Oh, sorry, just just plus 2d10. Oh, just plus 2d10. Okay. Uh, An 8 for the first roll. A 7 for the next roll. 
Oh, no, hang on, I only got one. Um, so 8 plus 2, 10 there, and then it was 2d10? Yep. So 10 plus 4 plus 3. So 17. 17. Okay. So this bolt that you managed to fire straight through a crack in the champion's armor, completely unexpecting it. Um, and it, it hurts. He screams this... Oh, it's more, more of like a roar. like um, Sort of like Banfor would let off, I guess. Funny that. Just yep. this, this roar of unexpected pain. And he um, pulls an axe off of his back. That uh, Oh, sorry, not an axe. He pulls a, a big spear off of his back. And now he is armed and... Uh, in the fray somehow, even though this was meant to just be you guys killing the Empress. Um, Marley swings around her saxophone and looks at it for a second, wonders if this is going to cost her something and starts playing. Initially, and then it turns into just on her, on her saxophone as she's now going to take hopefully the next two turns <laughs> okay so this, this is your uh, song of doom next after um, Elrond well it sounds like we should maybe be rolling initiative now this was not meant to be a battle so <laughs> okay it's, it's initiative between um, between uh, Marley and uh, somebody who wants to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and somebody who wants to kill his dad that he doesn't really care about. Mm-hmm. The champion and the newest member it's, of the podcast who gonna, didn't expect to leave this episode, but it, probably will. It's going to turn into one of those comedy things where Marley's trying to kill the Empress and, and it keeps getting hit with another <laughs> weapon and it's not dead yet. And he's like, oh, no, I'm still here. And you're like, another weapon. Okay. Oh, no, I'm still so, here. <laughs> okay, so I need, to get, I need to get straightened out what is happening here. So Ellerin is fighting Tolkien, the champion. Marley is your only versus the Empress? Yep, totally. I'm okay. not paying any cool. attention to what's happening around. In fact, I'm locked eyes with the Empress, like, pretty yep. much the whole time. So how weird is this? You're locked eyes with her and you're playing the saxophone at her. Yep, and I'm playing her a <laughs> sweet little dying song. Um, cool, and just so I know how to measure this, Banfor, which part of this are you taking? Um, Banfor is, uh, has got um, an axe blade incoming to Alloran's throat area. Fuck. <laughs> what do you mean? I just met this guy. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Un- no, understood, that makes sense. Um, it was going to be okay. a, a cheeky throat punch, but now um, now that hey. he really did some damage. Hey, Adam, so, Ellery- uh, you ready to roll up a brand new character? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so in that in that three-way fight, uh, Ellerin went and <clears throat> I, just rolled a, I just rolled initiative for Tolkien and it's now his turn. So he is going to um, lunge forward towards um, Ellerin with a spear. 
and just wildly misses. He just like throws the spear forward, um, and he's obviously still reeling from having been hurt severely. And now Banfor, I guess, is uh, acting. Places, uh, three axe attacks into Elleron. Okay. Um, so this is nuts. Plus six. So uh, I wish Marley was watching this. <laughs> it's an eleven, a sixteen, and a twenty-one. Adam, did any of those hit? Uh, my armor class is eighteen, so no. Twenty-one, uh, 21 hits. hits. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that bit. Oh, I didn't hear that bit. Oh uh, yeah, twenty-one. Isn't that fucking convenient? Um, cool. So the 21 does uh, 1d12 plus 3. So that's 11 plus 3 plus 2. So 16 damage. Fuck. Absorbed. <laughs> um, cool. And now, Marley, take your next turn versus the Empress. I continue to play because, as my understanding is, it takes me two turns of actions to play. Yep, yep. And then she has to um, wisdom save? Uh, yes, she does. And I'm going to tell you it's an automatic um, save on her because you're doing necrotic damage. Oh, of course. And she's technically not alive. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah. She just say, she says to you as her turn is um, she says, "That's an interesting song, dear, but I don't have all day. Oh, and for what's coming next, you and your friends might need the champion. He's not your enemy." And now it's back around to Ellerin. Can I? Ellerin heaven. As a bonus action, though, before I my turn ends, because I'd get a bonus action. Can I like? Oh, fucking, I don't know. Bardic Inspiration Bamfor. But my Bardic Inspiration song is like, please don't kill each other, because we really need the champion with us. So can you cut it out? Here's an extra D6, but stop fucking around. Like, that's my Bardic Inspiration song. Um... Since that's technically cheating, um... <laughs> hey, it says I that can hear you. It doesn't say what the song has to be. Okay, I'll, I'm allowing it. All I was going to say is I'm going to roll, get Banfor <laughs> to roll a. That sounds like cheating, but I'll allow it. Get Banfor to <laughs> roll a. Uh, I'll get Banfor to roll a wisdom save to see if he picks up on what you're saying. Um, fair. Well, it's not going to go well for anyone. That's a fair. <laughs> fair. That's an eight straight off the bat. Um, and what we're going to go ahead and do is take one off of that. Um, <laughs> so that's down to a seven. Okay, so yeah. he does not get your hint that we need to stop fighting the gladiator. Okay. <laughs> he just hears, I need a hero in the background. And he goes, yeah, that's the inspiration song. And now it looks like I've tried to Better help him kill Ellerin. <laughs> yeah. That's the song Marley says, sings when I need to do murders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, I'm and right now- in the middle of one. Um, and now it's Ellerin's turn. Ellerin attacked the champion out of confusion, um, out of the fact that... <laughs> Don't try um, to walk back now. He's, he's Ellerin is a fighting machine. This is like all he's ever done. Um, so from Ellerin's perspective, he's seen these two vaguely familiar characters, Banfor and Marley, 
and then this kind of regal looking evil looking sounding empress who's tried to frame him for fighting for a cause he doesn't fight for and sees the champion as affiliated with her so that's why he's attacked the champion and to be um, fair he seen... wouldn't know he wouldn't know that we apparently need him because that was news to marley just then so unless you heard yeah. that in the middle of your fighting you wouldn't know that yeah yeah um, and then having been attacked by Banfor, his new mate, this only serves to make him even more confused. Um, so Alarin is going to try and defuse the situation by calling out to Banfor, sort of, what the hell was that for? So I don't is that your turn? Yeah, I don't want to take any action apart from a defensive sort of stance. Defensive shout. <laughs> the classic defensive shout. <laughs> I'm going for defensive bands. <laughs> um, Ow! That yeah. <laughs> X across my throat really smarts. Tolkien um, is Inaction. yeah. He's still he's still armed with his shield and oh, his his spear, and he's facing you, Ellerin, in a very uh, defensive stance. And, and then just says, "I was under the impression I was supposed to fight with you." Oops. <laughs> Probably to help us. Yeah, I can't say anything. But well, the empress is always going to be quite hard to kill. We were always going to need um, help. for um, sensing the cessation of hostilities, but still being somewhat hostile himself, uh, lashes out with with a with a strong overhand right into the facial region of Alarin. Um, as one of his attacks just as a hey how about fuck you we might be done but we're not finished and then we'll we'll step over to the empress scenario with his two remaining or can I go act move act I would say you can do one swing with your axe sword and then move and then yeah you could take a double swing with the axe sword after moving alright I'm going to do a punch in the face and then move, and then do essentially an unarmed strike and an axe-sword attack. Can I attempt okay. to dodge this punch, Brad, or am I reliant solely on armor uh, class? It's versus your AC. Yeah, okay. So we're going to go for punch in the face, which is uh, a 13 plus 6 to hit, which is a 19. <laughs> that's a hit. And you have an 18 yeah. for your AC, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Cool. So you get punched right in the fucking head. It was like four damage or something, isn't it? Um, you'd be surprised actually. Uh, yeah, it's four damage. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, Vanfall then uh, takes a step and um, will sweep her legs with his axe sword and then uh, bring it back up for a second attack. So it's two attacks. But uh, the, the 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 look of it is that he sweeps the leg with an axe, and then okay. hammers back down with an axe. Yep. No, I get it. I would I like her to die it. badly. <laughs> um. So that's a fifteen and a twenty-one. Okay. So the fifteen misses, and the second the second one hits. So you miss the sweep. Uh, but the um, the you know the train coming the other way hits. Yep. 
Good. Okie dokie. And that is uh, 1d12 plus 3 plus 2. So 1d12 plus 5. Okay. Uh, that's a 12. Fuck yeah. 17. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, that's a that's a massive hit. So describe how that, like, hits her. Describe the uh, way... Gets her right above the nose. Oh, no. Put the nose and no. the forehead. So like chopped a chunk out of her face yeah there's a there is a loud click um and that is the sound of bones getting chunked yeah she stumbles back and her face is like in reaction and her face is just this battered bruised like bloody mess and then she she just spits onto the ground and then she says you're going to have to do better than that molly casts cloud of daggers around her nice i'm like it stays there so sure yeah <laughs> what does she does she have to roll anything yeah uh but it's um if she enters it or starts her turn there and yep. it doesn't okay, look which... like there's any kind of avoidance of it it's just literally a five foot cube of spinning daggers yep. Okay, yeah, and she's just standing in it for her turn, so, I mean, mm-hmm. roll some damage. It's not much, but it's permanent damage now every turn, so... Yep. So she's just going to stand there and just keep taking damage. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, 8, 10, 13. Okay. Yep, so these daggers spin around and around her, and they just, like, slash at her skin, and like, her gown is getting torn to shreds. And then she just laughs and says, this is more like what I had in mind. And now it's Elrin. Uh, Elrin is going to... Elrin has something called the Ring of Jumping in his equipment. <laughs> Sorry, is that real? <laughs> it's real. It's from the player's this handbook. This is my Alex. Ring of Jumping. What's it for? <laughs> jumping. Um, jumping. Jumping. So he was kind of floored by Benfor smacking him in the mouth, and he realizes that he re- needs to reassess the situation. So as a bonus action, I'm going to slide my ring on, and uh, that's going to allow me to triple my jumping distance, and I'm going to jump as far as I can away from this kind of uh, clusterfuck to reassess the situation. Like a flea, like a human flea, just boinging away. Okay, I like it. And that's all you want to do? Just just get away? Can I do a ready action after that? Uh, sure. I mean, what's the trigger? I'm going to say the trigger is uh, <laughs> seeing the champion uh, come towards me or raise an attack towards me. Okay. And now it's the champion's turn. And he looks at his son, Banfor, uh, who's just, like, brutally smacked the queen in the face with an axe or the empress in the face with an axe and then um, he, he says to you you got the killing in your blood I knew you would knew you took after me and not your mother <laughs> are we having a conversation now or are we in initiative order for conversation uh, th- th- this is his turn he's just saying that as he's sort of assessing what's happening to the empress it looks like he's not going to stop you but he's th- I don't think he wants to take part all right. Uh, is still bent to his task, but um, but here's his words. Okay, it's your turn. Banfor's turn. Yes. 
Good. Uh, Bamfor will attack Omper thrice. Okay. Oh, do doa. Um, the first one is a two. That's fucked. Uh, <laughs> then it's a twenty-one and a net twenty. Okay. Um, cool. Roll uh, lots of damage to kill the Empress of Arkvale. Okay. Cool. So that's two d twelve. Um, so that's sixteen uh, plus ten. So twenty-six. Do I get anything for that net twenty? Uh, you get to roll the damage die twice. Mm-hmm. Cool, so I'll roll that again. Um, plus another 15. Um, so what did I have there? So I had uh, 26, 30, 41 damage. Okay, yeah, she is well and truly a, a dead woman. Um, describe the, the killing blows. Bamfor uh, essentially opens her up like a tin of sardines. Um if he's standing he, uh, in the five foot cube, he's also taking daggers, by the way. Dang. Um, he um, he hits her with the uh, flat of the axe uh, and knocks her over onto her back uh, and then stands over her, hacks her down twice, and then once she stops moving, uh, pulls her pants down and uh, leaves oh, her God's ass sake. in the breeze looking like a real fuckwit. Because um, nothing she's says we- dead, like looking like a twat. She's wearing a gown. Um, uh, Banffor pulls her dress up and smacks her dead butt. And in doing so, you take uh, how much damage from Marley's daggers? Less than I care about. Uh, it was 44. So I think I rolled 13. Okay. Yeah, you take 13 damage from the spinning daggers. 44. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 44 and... every time they start their turn in there, so it just keeps going, which is pretty sweet. And nope. as the, um, as the, uh, the you know, as you defile the corpse or shame the corpse in that way, and the body just becomes just a body, you notice that it, it sort of dissolves into like light or energy and then rises up into the sky like reverse rain, like droplets of energy shooting up into the sky as if falling up. And then there's just a, a shredded, torn, bloody gown on the ground. Uh, Bamford takes it and tucks it into his belt. Marley calls out, Dreyfer? Just in case. Yeah, you get no response. All, all you get is um, uh, the the champion just says, "All right, you dealt with that. Now for the main event. I hope you're ready." And there's this boom, 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 like this like thumping, booming sound, and then this huge door opens in the eastern side of the arena, like quite far away from where you are. And but you can you can see it like a garage opening, and then <laughs> like a you've really captured the majesty it's of the like situation. A uh, garage. Okay, like like a double like, garage, <laughs> like like a port like a portcullis, a huge portcullis. Yeah, that's that's sexier. That's more gladiator. Um, lift, um, rises and rises and like leaving this big open dark gap in the side of the arena and then charging out of it is this huge like 30 foot tall gorilla with flaming red colored fur 
and it just comes barreling at you like a bull and that's the end of the episode oh 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 yeah. How are you? You're going to say, how are you? Like as in, <laughs> how much health does he have? Do I need to waste how time my second level spells curing him? I use my turn you? to say, big angry monkey, how are you? How are you, bud? <laughs> I haven't seen just, you in a while, Chief. How just you? so you guys you? know, I used all my third level spells last yeah. time. I've only got two second level spells left and three first Just use your, uh, your spell on the lay damage. Huh? <laughs> No, it's okay. My dad's here. Yeah, my my melee doesn't work unless... Well, it does, but it's no good without the additions. Yeah, what I love is that Marley just wasted her Song of Doom on the Empress, and Ellerin just... And Ellerin just wasted his Death Arrow on your new ally. (laughs) So, pretty cool all around. I really regret using that Death Arrow. I, really I, I saw that you did when everyone turned on you because obviously <laughs> it's a classic I've misjudged the situation haven't it's I? crazy when you shoot a guy's dad where he like gets pretty mad about him <laughs> what a fucking pussy Ooh, what a fucking my dad pussy. <laughs> oh, you he tried to murder my father now I'm all um, upset about it oh my okay. name is Nico Montoya you killed my father we better die <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna die next time Yay! Yeah, Alright, goodbye! Goodbye! Alright. Okay, so none of that went how I had planned. Uh, like, none of it. Um, but hey, at least General Porton is dead. And the Empress. Well, for now, anyway. There are... So many questions left to answer. Uh, will Banfor and his father, Torkin, reconcile? Will Marley get her unnamed favour from Gillif somehow? Will the city of Stonemore, or the whole Arkvale Empire for that matter, implode into utter, utter chaos? I have no freaking idea at this point. Your guess is as good as mine. A big thank you to our Patreon supporters, Alex White-Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldina, Wyron Coochie, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyce, Sajay Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Roger Raffamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Fast, Lauren Flake, and Kai Love. Thank you for helping us make this podcast. We appreciate you a lot. If any other listeners want to find out how you can support the show, check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at fateofison for all of those, or email fateofison at gmail.com. Remember, we are having our big Q&A episode coming up at the end of this chapter, and it's going to happen real soon. So please chuck us some questions, and we'll answer them on the air. Okay, see you later, everyone. Thanks for listening. Sex, magic, space bags, and booze? Well, then you should check out Wheel or Woe. It's a Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Improv heavy. Character-driven podcast. And we're proud members of the Necropodicon Network. You can find us and other great shows at necropodicon.com. Hot damn!